0: Welcome to the Conscious Women Entrepreneurs podcast. This show offers wisdom, inspiration, and tips on how women entrepreneurs build their businesses and how they incorporate mindfulness and spiritual practices to become successful. I'm your host, Martina Thomason, a certified entrepreneur coach. I specialize in helping women entrepreneurs overcome limiting beliefs to get more clients and grow their income. Now let's jump into today's episode, I hope you'll enjoy it. Hello, friends, and welcome to this episode of the Conscious Women Entrepreneurs podcast. Today, I am super excited to introduce to my friend Talia Seino, which I have known for quite a while. I'll tell you more about that later. She is running a holistic practice called Heal Well in Port Macquarie, and through nutrition and lymphatic bodywork, she is also tying it in with a lot of Aboriginal culture and medicine and plant foods into her business. And she actually holds. Three bachelor degrees and is just finishing up her master's in nutritional medicine. And she was an exercise physiologist for 12 years before she pivoted into this new direction that she says felt more in line with her soul. And she's also healed herself naturally from Graves' disease, a thyroid condition, which we'll talk more about later in the episode. So Thank you so much, Talia, for coming on the show with us today. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I want to just quickly tell a funny story about how we met because we go way back into um, the days when we both had boyfriends in the rugby scene. I mean, some of the other girlfriends were lovely, but I think we were students and on a pretty low budget. So we would be in the sponsor tents with all these big wheels, like rich people and all these expensive wine and all this expensive food and we would just like hang around <laughs> where the food and, <laughs> food and wine was because we were going to make the most of this because I don't know about you, but I, I don't even know that much about rugby. So, you know, um, food and wine I can do. <laughs> wasn't same. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, definitely uh, just there for the socializing. Yeah. I mean, we might have learned something and picked something up, but um, yeah, it was was good to have a partner in crime around the food delivery section. <laughs> yeah. So, today I want to talk to you about your journey from first being a an exercise sociologist for such a long time. And then I know that you're a highly intuitive woman and you've sort of always been on that spiritual self-development path alongside, but it seems like a pretty big readjustment and realignment into what you were called to do when you were healing that Graves' disease and everything. So do you want to tell us a little bit about where you're coming from and how it has brought you to where you are right now? Yeah,
1: my journey has felt very long and I'm not even halfway through my life yet. (laughs) But I originally started uh, with exercise physiology, coming out of dancing full time. I was, I danced most of my life and um, injury put a halt on that quite young. I was 18 and that was almost like my first really big pivot. I had to think about what am I going to do with my life? How do I want to be of service? What can I do to help people? And because injury was what stopped me dancing, that's exactly why I went into exercise physiology. I wanted to help people heal and recover and be able to rehabilitate themselves in the correct way so their bodies would be healed moving forward in their life uh, stronger even than before so that was my first readjustment and being in that environment for so long I really felt like I wasn't doing what I wanted to do I wasn't healing people how I wanted to heal them I really found it was that it was just one of the pillars of health yeah and there were so many others. That weren't being touched on and my pillar was at the bottom so when it comes to the physical body there's so many more things that happen before you jump into exercise to help readjust and realign your body and I just got to a point where I was getting up in the morning and not wanting to go to work and as soon as that happens for me I know my heart is not in it anymore and it's not conducive to anyone who is seeing me. It's not fair and it's not fair on myself either. So um, COVID actually birthed my beautiful business and pivot. I was already studying my master's basically just for my knowledge. And when spaces got closed down and I couldn't work with my clients face to face, I just decided it was time. There was a big change happening in the world. And so why not make a really big change? Yeah. And that was part of the reason. The other part was I was also changing as a woman. I was shedding skins quicker than I can even think. Yeah, And just evolving so much to this place where I could really impact people's lives in such a different way and educate them in such a different way that they would then have those tools forever and and be able to share those tools with people in their life and people that they loved so they could have a healthier and
0: better life. Yeah. So typically if a client came to you, what would you do? There's definitely no typically yeah. I suppose people yeah. come through for different reasons.
1: Yeah, it's so interesting. Like people will book in for a service. So people will come in for a lymphatic bodywork session and the session will just take form how it takes form. We will still still do some some bodywork, but then we will talk about nutrition. We'll talk a little bit about their mental health, kind of where they're at emotionally and if they have a daily practice. And we just talk about little things that they can add into their life in a layered effect. I don't bombard them all at once. Um, I give them some really important points to take home and to think about and to act on if they want to, because that's just my opinion. And you know, they can do it or not. It's completely up to them and where they're at. Yeah, it kind of, it ranges in we're in between all of my skills, I guess.
0: Yeah, like you have so much knowledge from all of those three bachelor's degrees and that master's degree now coming up. And and right. also like from having your own journey with this. And I think that when you're in a journey yourself, living through it, you're so much more equipped to empathizing with the patient and sort of connecting with them on such a deeper level. And so can you tell us a little bit more about your journey with the Graves' disease and sort of uh, what the doctors were saying initially and how you were able to actually heal from it naturally? Yeah, this has
1: definitely played a really big part in the trajectory of my life. I became really sick because my body was telling me that I just needed to stop. And it gave me little signs along the way that I didn't listen to. And so my Graves' disease was discovered in 2016.
0: Yeah. Just to uh, let the listeners know, because I didn't know exactly what it was. So do you mind explaining as well? Yeah.
1: So Graves' disease is a form of hyperthyroidism. It's one of the N-scale diagnoses of hyperthyroidism. It's actually an immune system disorder and it results in the overproduction of thyroid hormones. So basically what was happening, my body was attacking itself and my brain was telling my thyroid to keep producing hormones, which was then going into my body. But my body was saying, no, 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 stop. But my thyroid wasn't and wasn't talking to my brain. So there was no connection there. So everything started running really fast. My body ran over time. So my heart rate resting was 120 beats per minute. Wow. Yeah. Resting now at 60. So I had Please. to completely cease all exercise because it lying down, it was literally like I was running a marathon. Jesus. Yeah. Wow. So that was just one of like the major symptoms. And then there was all these other hypersymptoms that happened. I would overheat and profusely sweat. So winter for me, I would just be in like singlets and shorts and I would get pretty extreme fatigue. I also had insomnia, so I couldn't sleep. And there was just a whole other array of things that were happening food was just not my friend so I had to drink a lot of my food liquid um,
0: right.
1: because my body just couldn't digest it would overdigest, and it would end up not in my body anymore now in today's world it's a really common disease and it's something that isn't spoken about openly and definitely not recognized as much as it should be in the natural health world. Medicine is still really behind on how to support people who have hyperthyroidism.
0: Wow. Yes. Cause you were mentioning that you were misdiagnosed as well. Yeah. So I currently live in Port
1: Macquarie and when I lived in Sydney, there was a few things that were happening with my body. I just had this extreme fatigue and insomnia and i was working as an exercise physiologist whilst also training to cycle the italian alps wow so (laughs) so my body was not resting at all um and doctors just kept telling me you know you just need to slow down you just need to rest and i was like i can't rest i can't sleep so i was misdiagnosed with adrenal fatigue right um yeah it tends to be really common misdiagnosis because the symptoms are really similar yeah in the
0: beginning and what was the tipping point like when what happened <laughs> when it started going in the positive direction oh, yeah. <laughs> i was diagnosed
1: after i got back from egypt jordan and morocco it was a beautiful trip but i was so crazily sick wow. and I found this amazing doctor locally here who just was open to looking holistically throughout my whole body and finding out what exactly was going on because it just, nothing, nothing seemed right. Nothing was right, but for him, nothing seemed right, which was amazing for a doctor to just dive in that way. Um, And after I was diagnosed, that doctor happened to go on holidays and I had another doctor give me the news and it didn't go well. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. Poor thing. <laughs> that, that doctor sat me down and said, um, okay, so basically your options are to have a, have your thyroid removed or medicate. And I was like, mm, no, you know, I'm I'm open to exploring my options. And, you know, this is what I do with my regular doctor. And he's like, no, basically, if you don't do either of these, you're going to die.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. And I just went, oh okay. I went mute for a week. I don't think I spoke to anyone for a week. One of my beautiful imagine. girlfriends. Yeah. It was pretty intense because at that time, you know, I was really not reliant on doctors, but for, for me, doctors were, you know, up on this pedestal. They were the ones that knew how to heal us and, and they could help us and guide us. So that all came crashing down for me. And yeah, a beautiful girlfriend pulled me out of it. And she said, no, you need to your own research you need to just dive in and that's where it started Uh i started researching different ways to heal i found beautiful diagnostic nutritionists in the states in in the united states who i worked with for a little bit who helped me really calm my hyper symptoms I worked with an acupuncturist like four times a week and he brought my heart rate and my blood pressure down to within normal range. What? Yeah. After how long? That took about four months. Wow. It was the only thing that I could do in a physical sense, as in go to someone and have them do something to me where I actually felt better getting off the bed. Right. And so for me, it was physical, but it was also mental. Sure. I felt like I was healing and that mental space for me was really important to actually heal because sure. obviously our thoughts and our words are spells so that was that was the start of healing and then I just started working with all of these amazing people and finding out all of these beautiful healing modalities and I tried every single one of them <laughs> amazing <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll have that had and that else and
1: that yeah. yeah for
0: sure amazing. Yeah. And that was when you discovered the lymphatic bodywork and all of those things.
1: Yeah. So the lymphatic bodywork came only maybe a year ago. Yeah. I came across this amazing man also in America, uh, Dr. Perry Nicholson, and he is otherwise known as the lymph doc and I did a few of his courses and my body was responding yeah instantly. Wow. Yeah, so I've always used myself as a test on me first. I will never ask someone to do anything if I haven't done it. Yeah. And this just felt so good on my body. Like my body had a lot of toxins, so I needed to release a lot, but that's when I just knew I had to share this and I had to help people just know about how to, do this on their body yeah for themselves
0: amazing Mm. so that's one of the things that you're doing today and you've also incorporated as we were mentioning in the introduction a lot of aboriginal knowledge because they have so much amazing knowledge about the local plants and and how that can support our bodies as well so do you briefly want to mention your connection to the aboriginal community
1: Yeah, so I am a Dungari woman. I have been connected to my culture strongly for maybe the past five years. So it's also been part of my healing journeys, reconnecting to my culture and my land and really being supported by the plants that my ancestors used and the medicines that my elders have passed down for generations and even though a lot of my clients, actually, a lot of my clients are indigenous, which is amazing. Wow. But even my non indigenous clients, we live on this land. And yeah. when you live on a land, you're supported by it. And if you can support yourself with what it's offering, it just allows you to heal in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. That for me, it's been a beautiful, sacred journey. And it's one. That will continue and lead into so many things for me as a person and for my clients. But yeah, it's definitely to my land and to my culture and to my people is what has grounded me solidly in what I'm meant to be doing and what I'm here to do, to be in service for and to heal
0: amazing that's so good so thank you for sharing that your story about your disease and the healing and the ups and the downs Um, because it's not that long ago that you were actually clinically free of the disease is it I think I saw a post fairly recently yeah it's been about two months yeah and so the journey was for years wasn't it
1: yeah the journey was pretty much five years the takeaway point from it is when you look at your body holistically as a whole, everything is connected. Everything is in tune and in sync with each other. So because one thing is happening, it's not actually related to that area. It's somewhere else in your body that's sending those messages and that's been your your Achilles heel. That's been the one thing that was weak, like the weakest link of the body that it's manifested itself. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So you offer um, women's health coaching as well. So how does how does that look?
1: Yeah. So I guess being a woman and rediscovering my beautiful feminine energy, it's something that has evolved within my business. So it's definitely a combination of lymphatic body work because that is always the first thing that I do with my clients. If we're yeah. blocked in... In any way, lymphatically, then it doesn't matter what else we do. Our bodies won't heal, and that extends to nutrition, beautiful daily practices, checking in with them, and and really bringing back the sacredness of, of our lives, our creative energy that comes from our wombs, helping them reconnect with their wombs, and. I guess talking talking about all things around there every woman is so different and so individual it's really important just to bring everything back to basics it's it's the structure of how I treat my clients nutritionally and it's just something that supports our body so well as as women amazing
0: so is that available online as well I mean the lymphatic body work might not be but the women's health coaching if someone wanted to work with you
1: yeah so nutrition and the wellness coaching is online I have a few clients online that I see in different areas in Australia and overseas and I actually did my first lymphatic bodywork work over zoom
0: Really, with the client amazing i'd love to see how that works
1: yeah i'll definitely have to um like go through a session with you because
0: give me a tune-up
1: yeah if it's something that you can do like i said educationally like this is what i want you guys to learn this is what i want everybody to know about and it's what perry has taught us to do you know he's like learn this educate as many people because it's so important um yeah so i mean it requires one tool and if you don't have the tool then you use your hands and we just work through the whole body and of course it's not like someone else doing it to you yeah but it still creates a beautiful change a beautiful healing change in your body yeah so So basically everything
0: (laughs) yeah exactly so you can actually do everything it's just that you do it on yourself if you know, you're not able to to go there in person and yeah. um if you want to do i suppose you could go in, to go to a clinic in your local area Do do it and then alongside that get the coaching that you provide
1: yeah that, that
0: works really well definitely so um because this is a podcast for conscious women entrepreneurs i always like to ask my guests about their experiences and lessons around running a business so yeah. how does running a conscious business look like for you in practice like alignment energy work versus actually doing the tasks that needs to be done etc
1: so I have had so many teachers come into my life and a lot of uh, I can't I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna give them places in my life they're all at the top they've all taught me so much so I feel like my knowledge is is knowledge that has been passed on from them. So it's never just mine. I just want to say that now because there's so much that we talk about and there's so much that I've absorbed from them that I now teach my clients, but I want to acknowledge them because that's how I've learned. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So consciously as a business, I work with my cycle and how that looks is when when I'm going through particular phases of my cycle I do certain things that need to be done in my business so paperwork gets done within a seven day period of my cycle about nine days where my workload is definitely lessened and two of those days I do not do anything
0: amazing
1: um yeah just to support myself so then my clients are supported because if I'm working in a space where I can't give they're gonna feel that for sure and and I'm gonna feel that so yeah yeah, consciously I work like that and I also have other beautiful women in my practice that work for me that do the same and I encourage them so much to do to work around these cycles because being in a man's world we we don't get to acknowledge it yeah as much as we should and Mm. it's something that's really important we cycle within cycles where women we change every single day just a little bit we're never the same so Mm. yeah energetically spiritually physically I support my body in that way and that is how I run my business
0: yeah I love how you're encouraging your employees or your um, other coworkers as well to do that to sort of create that holistic healing space and acknowledging health from all angles, not just the clients, but also uh, the people within the space and the container Mm. of that healing. So that's amazing.
1: Yeah, super important, super important to honor ourselves and just be authentic with that. I think, People can smell
0: inauthenticity. (laughs) For sure. Especially when you're working with like more sensitive people. And I think like a lot of sensitive people are drawn to this work and the the bullshit radar is tuned on. (laughs) 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 So um, what are some of your biggest lessons from your journey as an entrepreneur so far?
1: My obstacles have all been related to my personal journey for sure. Yeah. Working with beautiful healers and therapists to support, to learn how to support myself in self-worth bubble.
0: Because that's the thing, right? As entrepreneurs, our businesses are generally an extension of who we are. So if we don't grow, our businesses can't grow.
1: Mm. And I definitely found before this business, I was getting to a sticky point and that sticky point was oh okay I don't believe in myself right now that's why that's why nothing's happening yeah so yeah it's definitely it's a constant thing right I'm sure we all wake up every now and then there'll be a few days of the month and we go oh am I am I really doing this should I (laughs) should I keep doing it (laughs) There's always yeah. that little bit of doubt that creeps in, but it's definitely getting less and less. And I think the biggest lesson is that I held myself back in all of my other ventures and tried to dim my light to make people comfortable.
0: Yeah. Which yeah. brings me to the next question. Like, did you ever have resistance towards speaking your authentic truth to the world? Yeah, forever in a day. <laughs>
1: lying to ourselves if we say no to that (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: um
1: because it is a learned lesson and it's probably one of the most beautiful ones because when you really start walking that path and speaking from every cell in your body like your passion and and everything that wants to come out of you everything flows
0: yeah
1: everything just
0: works yeah it's just like magic when you're just like release and let go and just surrender to it, it like is. okay this is who I am and what I do and take yeah. it or leave it it's just yeah. so freeing and the universe seems to be responding in a very positive way <laughs>
1: yeah it's pretty be- it's yeah it is definitely magic I think that's the perfect word but it's also absolutely terrifying if you are not terrified sure. most days of your life you are not surrendering
0: yeah <laughs> It's so funny, like I I created this episode recently about coming out of the spiritual closet and um, just telling the story about how I showed my boyfriend, which is super supportive, um, you know, my Instagram profile for my business, because that's like opening up the door into my soul, basically. (laughs) So, So it's like, here I am in all my glory. And it was sweat and it was tears and it was shivering and it was total like, panic attacks and squirming and I was like oh my god like this is insane yeah
1: Yeah. and it's crazy Mm -hmm. the the masks that we create as we walk through our life to well like I said to make other people feel comfortable yeah to try to fit into this imaginary mold that we've created yeah where everyone's wearing masks anyway
0: so yeah
1: <laughs> yeah and once you take your mask off you start seeing all of the masks and you're like oh my god yeah
0: and we're <laughs> not talking about the masks for COVID, guys you know <laughs> just to clarify that
1: <laughs> yeah it's on the other side it's it's been painful and it's been it's probably been the most painful journey I have been through to this journey of true authenticity and speaking my truth and and the constant journey I'm on for embodiment but I would not I would not take
0: it back for anything yeah so I also like to ask my uh, guests if they've had a a coach so have have you had one I've had lots of coaches okay so what was the most valuable outcome or what has been the most valuable for you in having a coach Mm -hmm.
1: I want to say support. Yeah, It's having support. It's having someone who's got your back no matter what and who wants to see you succeed. And that just creates a ripple effect in everything else that happens in your life, your belief in yourself and your belief in your product or what your dharma is, you know, what you're here to do in service. Yeah, it's the one thing that I think as an entrepreneur you need because, you know, you're solo. Yeah, and we usually go solo for a few different reasons, whether it's childhood trauma or, <laughs> yep, <laughs> or just the fact that no one is is giving us or giving the world what needs to be given. So we make that little pocket for ourselves, but definitely support, and support and growth.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, I heard this amazing lady talk about why she was having a coach the other day and she was saying it's a reset every single week. Like if you sort of slide out to the side and you're doubting yourself, or if you slide out and not being in alignment with the results that you're wanting or the future that you're desiring, it's like it pulls you gently back every single week and you realign, you readjust and you have that support and they have the belief in you when you don't.
1: Yeah, that's so true. I couldn't agree more. Yeah.
0: So we're approaching the end of the interview and I like to ask three rapid fire questions. So are you ready? (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) First of all, what's your favorite
1: quote? So my favorite quote probably changes weekly as I change and shift and grow and shed. My favorite quotes do as well. So my one today is, we are on a journey of becoming that which we already are. That is the impossible paradox of our lives.
0: Amazing. Okay. And what about books? What is your favorite book or the one that has impacted you most in terms of your entrepreneurial journey? Actually, there's two
1: Mm-hmm. that I continually come back to. The first one is When Things Fall Apart by Pima Chodron. Okay. She is um, a beautiful Buddhist monk who is actually from America. Right. And when her whole life fell apart, she, she moved and found Buddhism. And she just, I mean, Buddhism is such a beautiful, it's a beautiful culture.
0: Yeah.
1: So um, her book is is like a bible to life it takes you out of your mind and reminds you to be in your body and trust your intuition and just just trust in the flow amazing surrender and the other one is women who run with the wolves amazing yeah yeah that's a beautiful one it's definitely not one that you can pick up and read all the way through you have to read read a chapter and
0: digest and integrate and awesome so last question what is something that the listeners can do or focus on this week to get them closer to being a successful entrepreneurs and living on their terms
1: just reintroduce yourself to you sit quietly somewhere wherever you feel safe with your hands on your heart or your womb or both and just breathe and feel and experience what it is to be in your body because so many of us don't realize that we aren't in our body yeah we get caught in our mind and we get so busy you know doing all of the amazing things that come with a business behind the scenes that nobody sees that we forget to come back into here and just check in and ask ourselves what do we need right now what do we need in this moment and maybe it could be that hey you just you need to go and walk on the beach or you need to go and sit down and do nothing yeah or yeah so just to check yeah check in and and come back
0: into you and remember yeah actually that's pretty funny I was thinking about that exact thing when i was out on my walk last night and um i was taking some notes because i always write down what comes to me it's like almost little intuitive inspirational hunches and Mm -hmm. uh, and the headline of it was what you miss out on when you don't rest and restore and and you lose out if you don't rest and restore and check in it's like you don't get the inspirational hunches you don't need to fuel yourself to be able to show up in a more empowered way when you're at it and you don't get to recalibrate your nervous system so that you're functioning properly. And and so there's just so many things and we're actually more efficient when we're working if we keep checking in and and being centered
1: yeah I agree you miss out on being present right you miss out on being aware and all those beautiful little things that either come to you you know like you said like beautiful beautiful um words and and inspirations pop up or you know just looking around
0: yeah and and you, you miss life Yes. Yeah. So to wrap up, where can the listeners find you? So I am
1: on Instagram mm-hmm. at underscore healwell. Awesome. I'm just about to launch my website. It will be www.healwell.com.au. And if you have any questions or you want to know more about the amazingness of of lymphatic bodywork, or you know, you're interested in learning about native foods. I'm really um, responsive to messages, and I love just sharing knowledge and educating. And um, it's definitely the main purpose of my Instagram is for those who can't come to see me, whether it's for affordability or location, or you know, they're just not in a space in their life. At least they have that education that's coming to them
0: yeah that's my main goal so
1: yeah Yeah. just reach out
0: yeah and I'd love um for you listeners to take a screenshot of this episode as well and tag us both so at underscore heal well and at martina thomason coaching and let us know your biggest takeaways because it's just so much fun to uh, hear what you got from it so uh, we would love to hear from you and see how you enjoyed the episode awesome well this has been an amazing interview and it was so nice talking to you i mean it's been forever since we caught up personally as well so it was just lovely to to catch up thank you for all amazing wisdom that you're sharing and for the great work that you're doing and for all the help that you're giving people around the world really
1: thank you so much for having me it's always so special to see your beautiful faith and (laughs) it's such an honor to be a part of this awesome podcast that you have produced through your growth and change as well so thank you
0: amazing all right i will um see you guys next week Thank you so much for listening in today. If you enjoy this episode, please share it with anyone who would benefit from listening in. As always, please leave a review five stars for good karma. And if you think we need more mindfulness and spirituality in business, if you're interested in coaching with me, head on over to my website and schedule a free discovery call. Finally, if you have any inquiries or you would like to interview me on your show, shoot me an email. Details are in the show notes over at my website, martinathompson.com. Have an amazing week. Cheers, guys.